have future wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. If I don't get the first leg warrant, I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another huge edition of the Two Units podcast. We got Group 1 racing back in Victoria this week with the Memsey Stakes at Caulfield. We're going to preview races across four states in Salt Specs today. We've got Footy's Fodder back for another week. Pack your nags, the Sultan's Supper, and we round out the show as always with our two units, our best bets from around Australia. My name's Nick Foote. Joining me as always is a very jolly Sultan who I've just seen pouring another glass of red wine. <laughs> Salts, Thursday night. Welcome along, mate. Uh, g'day, Footler. Feeling pretty, pretty, pretty good. Now, mate, how do you feel, though? You, you've made it because you officially have a catchphrase. Once, once people have a recognised catchphrase, that's how they've made it. And I'm, I'm hearing you're walking down the streets, and people are giving you a real sort of a hello, listeners. <laughs> You've officially I'm made it, the, mate. Congrats. I've, I've taken over Bev with his woohoo from Tassie. <laughs> oh, oh, that's low. <laughs> yeah, it's low, mate. Oh, I'm being good. facetious for sure. There. Hey, yeah, uh, we put out. Earlier this morning, Salts, we actually a bit of a late, a late run at it with our uh, Twitter competition this week for footies fodder. We'll get straight into it. We put out, you know, we had a pretty good weekend last week on the show and we sort of said, hey, in light of a big weekend, what can we do for the fodder? And we've decided to put out a call to arms in how have people spent their winnings after a big day on the punt? And we wanted some backstories. And uh, Salts, we've discussed a couple of ones on the um before on the show any new ones uh for yourself yeah we have touched on this before you you know it was inspired by my me getting a new car after backing he's exceptional so um i actually don't get it till december because there's a bit of a hold on delivering rolls royces to australia so um <laughs> i should get that before the new year but mate, hopefully going hopefully the Hopefully the ROI is good between you and yeah. you, might have to, you might have to trade it in for a Suzuki Swift, mate. <laughs> With a Playboy bunny sticker on the back. Yeah. Monster energy drink, mate. <laughs> mate, we got a we got an honorable mention here you're gonna kick us off with. Yeah, we do. Uh so at Dovey Humans, our first one honorable mention sent in. Mate, I just liked this one because there's a bit of yin and yang here. It's a bit of me and you. She's got, I just treat myself for a small instant reward, like an ice cream or top shelf spirits for the Saturday night. Now, I know, Salts, you you love a top shelf Absolutely. spirit. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not adverse to a Magnum Ego <laughs> myself. So <laughs> I wanted to give Dovey a bit of a shout out. I reckon that one's all that right. That is a two for one combo, isn't it? it I've is. got at Masque here. So Masque. A decent quaddy in the early 90s on a Thursday paid for a bond and rent on a new place in Flemington. Shout out to HQ. Cost me 20 bucks and paid a few thou and and I was only a young nipper. So I also bought myself some Ray-Bans from Maya so I could look just like Lee Friedman. <laughs> Mask gay is an absolute stud, I've heard. Just rolling those Ray-Bans around. That's a ripper. Oh, too good. Imagine wanting to look like Lethal. He was, he was all right back in the day, actually, Lethal. 
Yeah, true. Hey, we got one through from Josh Reed as well. Some pretty special news. Just uh, got engaged. Must Was that just today, Salts? I think it was. I believe so, yeah. I think the tweet triggered the engagement. He was like, how can I spend these winnings? <laughs> so he went and got engaged. So thank the Two Units podcast for that, Josh. Congratulations, Josh. Well done, mate. Mate, we got, <laughs> we got one here. Um, I'm probably not going to read it out word for word. So it's from at Golden Paddy. He's, he's known for being a – look, he's a nice guy, a little bit of a cretin, bit, bit of <laughs> bit of a dirty operator. So he's lit up our Twitter feed with his interesting Kementari purchase. But, mate, we are a family show and, you know, we've got lots of seven-year-olds that tune in that love gambling. So we'll just probably leave that one alone. Yeah, but if you want to do the uh, two units uncut, feel free to hop on Twitter and have a look at it. But uh, family show won't be repeating. Hey, our winner this week, Salts, there can only be one for the $100 Booze Bud voucher. <laughs> Our man at Muzzer Wubble. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> handle. Well, Daniel also goes by the name of Daniel, but for the sake of this, it's Muzzer Wubble. He uh, he bought a dog, and uh, he had a he had a big day on the punt. And uh, D Oliver made him a packet one Saturday and he got a dog and he called the dog Ollie after the great D Oliver. And I, I reckon that's all right. Cause that's a friend for life there. Salt. So uh muzzle wobble, you got a hundred dollar booze bud voucher coming your way. Treat yourself. Congrats, mate. Good on your muzzle wobble. All right. Another good addition of the fodder. It's time to move now salts into pack your nags, an opportunity where we get to send things packing that we might not be happy with. Uh, and salts, you're going to kick it off today. Yeah. Look, I've got a, a few things I could send packing that I'm not going to. You know, I got a bit fired up over a few rides on the weekend, but I'm trying to move on. So I'm going to. Nah, oh, I want to blow up, but I'm not. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to send Darwin quarantine packing. I don't know the full story, so in true journalistic style, I'm going to comment on it. <laughs> Bossy, it seems that Bossy got accepted in to quarantine in the Northern Territory. Mm. So he did a couple of days there from Sydney in order to get to Melbourne to write incentivize. Okay. Then he's done his two days and then the Northern Territory officials have just changed their mind and said, actually, no, you can't quarantine here. Pack your nags, mate. You've got to go back to Sydney. So he's taken it on the chin and he's going back to Sydney. But he'd already landed and started. Oh, I don't get it. So without knowing any of the story, I'm going to send Darwin quarantine packing. They must have been full. It must have been full of Olympians or something. So <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> they just quarantined from landing in their home state. Then they had to go to Darwin to do another one probably. <laughs> so it's sticking on the uh, quarantine thread here, I'm going to send something a little bit packet. Um. I'm in hotel quarantine at the moment as well, Salts. I'm currently in Radelaide, great city, love it here. Um, however, I did get a snack pack delivered to my room earlier and I was quite peckish just prior to dinner. Is it like the and, the Billy Madison snack pack? <laughs> snack yeah, packs are the I'll coolest. Tra- <laughs> I'll trade you my banana for the snack pack. <laughs> um, I've pick- I'm picking it up now and I'm going to run through some contents here. We've got Six sachets of Nescafe Blend Forty Three. That's nice. A couple of double shots. We've got a we've got a Dilmar English breakfast tea. Yes, when you started with about, Dill, then I thought that's not the worst snack. Pack. <laughs> we got about seven of these little lifelong milk salts. Oh, yeah. These things you need about thirty of them to make a coffee. 
And that was me afternoon tea salts. Come on, man. To be fair, this mate, if that was in a show bag at the Melbourne show, it'd be 200 bucks. <laughs> oh, would be. At least you get like one booty beat <laughs> yeah. or something. That's just garbage. <laughs> oh, too good. Yeah, um, it's putrid. So that is, it's getting sent this week. But dinner made up for it. It was a treat. Thank you, oh, nice. Adelaide. I hate um, while we're on the topics of food salts, time to move into the salt and supper where we get to celebrate performances uh, from the week gone by. And I'm going to kick this one off. And the first one that I'm going to invite, and geez, this guy's nearly got his own table at the supper, and that's Matt Hill. So getting, I'm, I'm watching a little bit of Seven Mate and I'm doing all sorts of things in this quarantine salts. And he was commentating wheelchair rugby today and it was extraordinary. He was, it was Australia versus France and it's an absolute war. I thought he nearly yelled out Frenchy drops from the sky <laughs> at one stage. <laughs> it was, it was some good stuff. So, uh, Matty Hill, just a man of many talents, gets another seat at the supper. Lovely. Sites. Do you know that sport used to be called murder ball? Mate, yeah, it is, it's brutal. It is so, it is so yeah. brutal. They were, they were going hard. Yeah, they're tough. And like, yeah, it was, it was good. I'm bringing James Broadbent to the table. Now, he's got shares in a horse called Nemeth that ran around today at Albury in the last, no, Wagga, sorry, trained out of Albury mm. from Mitch Beer. And I was going to back it today, and I, I noticed I had the bar plates on first time, and you, that's something that would, you know, 99% of the time turn me off because they've got foot issues. So I noticed he had some shares in it, banged him a message on Twitter, and, and he got to the bottom of it for me and, and helped me out. and And... Gave me the confidence that the feet were fine, so I was happy to back it. So thanks to James, you helped me and quite a lot of other people get out with a winner there at Wagga today. Jeez, good on you, Jim. Mm. That's, a, that's a good intel there, Salts. Using your resources, I like that. Uh, hey, there's one more I'm going to invite this week, and he's and he's one of mine, and we're going to have to bring the hay in and and uh, get him into the feeder, and that's that's the German jet Salts, Schabau. So spoke about this guy at length a couple of weeks ago, tipped him on the show, said if he wants to be the Cups horse he's going to be, he's got to win this race at HQ, and he did. And uh, it was all looking up, and now he's suffered another injury, the German jet, and I'm I'm feeling a little bit down at it. I know the German connections would be feeling mm. down about it too, Salt. Nine. So um, I, reckon we'll, uh, <laughs> I reckon we'll cheer him up with a bit of hay or something. Is he retired? No, he's just out for the spring, uh, but this was his spring, yeah. mate. It's, nah, that I is a shame. He, he's always got a place in our table, doesn't he? He certainly does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a, it's a weird supper, by the way. That's a real weird supper, but I'm I'm into it. Uh, maybe I'll bring a few of these Blend 43s over <laughs> as well. <laughs> I've got a few. I could feed yeah, everyone. Chabelle will love um, them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, that rounds out the Sultan's Supper for this week. Uh, which means we're nearly time to get into the real stuff, the racing analysis salts. So we're going to take a short break and then we'll be back with salt specs. Top Sport is bringing you something that's better than the best and better than the rest. It's best of the best multis. Your top odds are guaranteed. Just place a best of the best multi across any Saturday Metro meeting to score yourself the top fluck or top dividend from the three national totes on each leg. How's that for top dollar? Download the app today and bet your way. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Best of the best, not available. WA races gamble responsibly. Welcome back, listeners. It's time for Salt's Specs. And as always, proudly brought to you by our great friends at Top Sport. Salt's, uh, we had our six-track special last week, and 
we we took the PI double five a little bit there, but we're just going to keep ourselves grounded and we're going to hop back and just look at four tracks this weekend. And uh, the first track we're going to head to, Salts, is Morfittville, the Parks track. We've got a few tips there. What can we expect in Adelaide on the weekend? Well, I'm here, but... <laughs> what can we expect, bro? Has it rained today? I don't know. In this yeah. three-by-three cell, it looks all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking a five or a six, depending on like one to four mils race day. Mm. But forward and midfield, I think, will be an advantage, as naturally happens on this parks track. Excellent. Hey, uh, let's head. We've got one nice and early in the card there, Salts. Race one, which is uh, for the three-year-olds. It's a benchmark 66 over the 1,000. A little bit of a dash for cash early. Yeah, I like Miss Daniel. So SP $10 in a far easier race last start when breaking the maiden. But sat three wide and then outside the leader. Had no cover. Just powered away to win well. The wind rated well. It was in good time. And she just looks nippy and quite suited here at a thousand. Whereas horses like Knightstown and Caracasu looking for bigger tracks and twelve hundred meters, I think. So can can lead here or sit leaders back. And my man, Callan Murray, rides. So I do love a bit of squid. So hopefully Callan Murray can can boot this one over the line. It's excellent. It's Miss Daniel there at four dollars twenty. I'm with you, Salt. So I looked at this race and thought um, Caracasu is one of mine, and I want to be with. But at the sixty-one and a half kilos uh, and over that thousand-meter trip, I think uh, follow for the next start, Salts. So let Let's just have a little bit of a pipe cleaner first up. Yeah. Uh, race two is a benchmark sixty-eight over the fourteen hundred. Yeah, there's a horse here called Give Me Ten. It was formerly with Peter Moody, now with Stokes. Where's those Wally Dalziel silks, I believe? So would have kept the ownership change stable, but fresh last prep resumed for Moody, and that was a new stable over 1,600 metres at Pakenham and won in dominant fashion. Had two jump outs prior to this return, maps to dictate and been for a long way, and it's a, it gets the human nose roll off. The nose roll's coming off with the change of stable. It is a bit of a keen horse, so I like it just straight to 1,400 metres and bowling along. Yeah, cool. And give me 10 is at $4.60 there on Top Sport. Mate, you got one in the fourth and there's a bit of a, a wee-wee-wee over <laughs> alert. Yeah, it is uh, It is the Fresh Kitchens benchmark 68 salts over the 1,400. Uh, Anguston is the horse I like here. Uh, I really like the placement here by John O'Connor. This guy's third up and he's out to his preferred distance of 1,400. And... Uh, Really looks like that he wants the extra trip. So this guy's had five goes at track and trip for two wins and two minor placings, uh, screaming out for uh, the extra furlong. So hopefully he can take advantage of the Gary low, low, low claim. Mm. And uh, I'm thinking it's a one by three play at $20 and $4.80 the place salts in race four at Morfield Parks. Well, place four from five this track and trip. So they're good odds. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well of fire. Yeah. Uh, race six salts a benchmark seventy two over the twelve fifty. You've got a three quarters of a unit play for us. I do a point seven five units on I I Tommy Blue. <laughs> First start for the new sable and his WA form wins this. Quite hard to get a read. He won a six hundred meter jump out over here in Adelaide, but there's no vision of it. So he did win. There was a horse in the jump out called 
are the lad that's that's a thousand meter horse and fit, but I, I can't read anything to it without the without the bloody footage. But he just rates too well first up to not play the price. So bolted in fresh this trip in, in January in WA and at eleven dollars, I'm going to be nibbling him just just on on trust. Excellent. He's already at a point to ten, so oh, there you go. Com- yeah. they're coming for it. Get on why it's a double double figure play, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, that rounds out our tips there at Morphville Parks. Uh, hey, this is the one we've been looking forward to, and what a we were just commenting before the show. Salts so Caulfield, what a good looking card this weekend. What can we expect in Melbourne? And uh, yeah. Far away, mate. Over to you. Mate, outstanding card, isn't it? Really looking mm. forward to this one. Best card we've seen all states in, in a long time. Will be a good three, maybe maybe upgraded to a good three during the day, but it's going to start off as a good four. Win no factor, which is important here. Rail goes from the eight metres to the true, and last time it was true here, it was also a good four. And hard fence was avoided, but I'm expecting it to play fair enough this weekend. Excellent. And best meet for ages. You must have you must have missed that Saturday Hawkesbury meet, mate. Anyway, <laughs> uh, race one, twenty four hundred meter open handicap. You like one early? There's a town just past Cranbourne called Turidan, and I think Turidan just picks himself here. He was just nosed out last start by Hosier after leading them up, and and that's a good horse in a luckless third, mind you, was Godeline, who was a luckless winner. Again on Wednesday. What about that photo? Oh, <laughs> we spoke about that, didn't we? That was at length, unbelievable. I oh, know, but uh, I ridiculous. still can't believe it. But yeah, so it, he was good here too, back at two thousand meters. So he's had two under the belt now at two thousand meters. Hard fit for twenty four hundred meters. Obviously in the right stable, handles all surfaces. So I think he's going to be hard to topple. It's Touradin at two dollars fifty. Jeez, it's just some. Real honest battlers rolling around in that race in race one, isn't there? Yeah, it's a battlathon. It is a battlathon. Uh, race two salts is benchmark seventy eight over the eleven hundred meters. You like one in race two as well? I do. Our win spirit hard fit, but been racing quite luckless of late before last start, and he let fly this track and trip at his last appearance, and he was home in a very high rating last four and 200 split on the day. Strong speed here, which is no doubt a positive. And look, although Declan Bates isn't a top dog, he rode him last start for the first time. And the way that he let down, you'd really think he has a feel for him now and could just blend him in that little bit earlier because he's fit. He's got to turn a foot and he can probably sustain that run a bit better this week with with that run under the belt with Declan there. So I think our win spirit's bursting to win a race and this looks to set up nicely for him. Yeah, I uh, I like one here too, Salts, and that is the Gouch. So uh, this guy refuses to run a bad race. So eight career starts, four wins and three seconds. Uh, had a nice win in this grade here in the autumn when he returned from having the ultimate gear change. Uh, but just the one run in that prep, he was turned out after a scratching. Um, so I'm not sure to read too much into that, but he's had a bit of time away, had a recent jump out at Cranbourne, and it was very nice. Loves it fresh. So I'm playing the Gouch at $5 on Top Sport. Salt's playing our win Spirit at $6 on Top Sport. Pretty open field. Yeah, mate. I'm not having a bet in the fourth, which is the McNeil Stakes, 1,200 metres for three-year-olds, but you like one here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with 
with my old mate from the EZR camp. In, oh, it's, uh, oh, so it's Alan and Zara trains here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he has been one of mine, this guy. I do like him. And it's General Bo at $3.70. So well, I think he's got a few things going his way in this race, Salt. So he's got a run under the belt. He was carrying a little bit fresh. It was a bit heavy, but he's going to strip it a lot fitter and take a bit from that run. Always maps to put himself in the race and he's drawn one. So he is still yet to tick that 1,200 column, but I think he can do it here. You've got Artorias taking up a stack of the market, um, which is, is the class horse, but he might have to do the old loop, swoop, and hoop, I reckon, uh, in that in this race, Salt. So I'm uh, I'm keen to go against the short quote. I think general. I think Artorias might even get um, knocked in a little bit. He's over three bucks last time I checked, so he'll start somewhere in the twos, I'd imagine. So general bows my play there, mate. He's coming off surgery as well, Artoria, so he's going to have to be good. He obviously mm-hmm. is. He obviously is good, but yeah, let's. It's a, it's a great race. That's what it is. Yeah, I think as well. Salts so in the uh, blue diamond that you, we saw. General Bow was beaten a couple of lengths by um, by Artorias, but even when we chatted with Simon at the two at the our three units, Simon sort of mentioned that he wasn't one hundred percent going into that race. General Bow yeah. at all and. Had it not been the Blue Diamond, he would have scratched. So yep. I found that pretty interesting. So I was pretty keen to follow General Bow this prep. Yep. Uh, race five is the Heath 1100 stakes. Oh, over 1100 metres, would you believe that? And we like a couple, <laughs> and we like a couple here, Salts. Uh, you take it away, mate. Mate, am, am I missing something here with a horse called Cross Haven? Like, I, I can't get my head around why he's $11. I know... I know that 1,100 metres is short of his best, and that's probably what's making him 11 instead of 6, but it's just too much of a disparity. This is a quality horse, and he goes really well fresh. Only two runs in the autumn. First up at Group 1 Wait for Age, he has been a $3 favourite in the CF4 and, and wasn't disgraced. And then he had excuses, inferior ground, blinkers first time, led at too greater speed second up, and he was tipped straight out. He's had two lead-up trials. They've been very, very nice. He's he's got an outstanding map here to tag the speed. The hot pot is Mars Crusader, and he's easily the best horse in the race. But he's no doubt going to have to come from dead last. And Crosshaven jumped out with Mars Crusader at Flemington. Crosshaven covered ground, and they both work just as well as each other. And and if you didn't know the names of the horses, you'd you'd say Crosshaven worked better. So I think eleven bucks is way overs, and it's a great. Great value bet to have three quarts of a unit on and, and make them pay. Outstanding stuff. I'm uh, I'm with you on giving the favourite Mask Crusader a wide berth at the dollar eighty quote. Uh, good to see him back, but and all the best. He's on an Everest path, no doubt. So uh, all the best, Mask Crusader. But I'll be betting around you on Saturday. I really like Oxley Road in this race, Salts. So very good first up when nabbed late by one of yours, Miss Albania. Uh, he went to the inside rail and was just swamped late. And I think it was a bit of an advantage to be in the middle of the track that day. So uh, that run might might say a little bit more than, you know, where he ended up. So I think there's a there's a bit out of that. Um, he was certainly strip fitter and he's won here before and he always puts himself in the race, won't die wondering. So I like Oxley Road at the $7 quote as well. Salts. Yeah, lovely. Plenty of upside. Big time. Hey, uh, race seven is the heavily stakes over 1,700 metres. You're going to preview this one for us. Yep. Angel of Truth, his last win came in the 2019 ATC Derby. And look, 
I keep saying Derby. It's a Derby, mate. It's Derby in Perth, mate. You're right. Oh, is in it? Victoria. You can go roll with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm second guessing myself. What'd you say? I said Derby. <laughs> Yeah, it's Derby. Der- so it Perth. is Derby. No, I don't know. Go with what. Where you is want, it mate. Derby? It's Derby in Perth. It's Derby in Perth. Yeah, yeah. That's why it should be Derby. Yeah, yeah. Perth's got to go anyway. So, <laughs> of course, that's cutting some cutting edge podcast. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> but but this back to Angel of Truth. All right, he's been racing in Group One, Group Two company for all. All of those runs bar one since that Derby win. His return here, Group 2 weight for age over 1,400 metres was exceptional. He was home in the meet's fastest last 200 metre split, which is outstanding to get to 1,700. And second up last prep, he absolutely let fly against the tempo in a really good form race at this track off the same setup. So he just looks too well placed in this company and from this gate to ignore. And I'm going to back Angel of Truth. Excellent. That's at the $5.50 quote there in race seven at Caulfield. All right. Hey, let's head. It's time to head to the feature race, which is the Group 1 Memsey Stakes. Wait for age over the 1,400. Salts, uh, you're going to preview the feature race this weekend. Yes, mate. I like Tafane. She's had three starts at 1,400 metres, and they've all been at Group 1 level, and she's won all of them, and I've backed her in none of them. I'm going to try and make it fourth time lucky for me here. She's got no fresh wins, but several of her fresh performances have been really good. So it really doesn't perturb me that she hasn't won. Key for me is the jockey association with Willow. He, he got on for the last two, particularly the last ride was, was one of the best rides you'll see in a group one, but both rides have been outstanding. Got her to settle midfield or better. She had a quiet jump out between runs. She's got residual fitness. It's only a short break from that Queensland winter. I can see her midfield and finishing off. Looks to be a genuine tempo, and I think she should be the favourite in the race. And I think she will start the favourite too. Yeah, it's starting to turn that way already for sure, mate. And uh, yeah, at four dollars at the four dollar fifty quote already. Hey, I'm really keen on. I just can't wait to watch this race. There's a few runners here that I'm really keen to sort of follow this prep and see how they come out. A couple of those is Aegon, who I sort of followed uh, last year in his three year old prep, and also Colette. Uh, who's going to need a bit more of a bath to be competitive, I mm. think. But there's a couple of good ones to follow there, Salts. But I'm going to I'm going to bet up on Behemoth in this race. Uh, I just really like the big fella's return uh, over there in the Lightning, where he ended up winning on protest against Bo Rossa. I think he's going to take a lot from that run and come back here and defend his title. Is that right? Is he did win the medal? He did, yes, he? he did, yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I want to have a bet on Behemoth at 4.20. You're at 4.50, and we're expecting the shift in favoritism. Is that right, Salts? I think so. Excellent. Hey, uh, we might have a couple more tips from Caulfield later in the show. Spoiler alert. Uh, but for now, we're going to head to uh, Kembla Grange, where the S- Saturday racing in Sydney is going to be this week. Uh, a little bit of a different story up there in regards to the weather. How's the track going to look, Salts? Yeah, it's a heavy eight at the moment. It's it's improving. I think maybe soft seven at best, could potentially to a six, but it's going to be in that six or seven range. So there'll be some give. The rail's four metres, and I think they just keep getting further towards the middle as the meet goes on. That's really standard for, for Kembla when there's some give in the track. I don't think it's going to be outside fence, but 
I don't think by the the latter half of the card, you want to be hard against the fence at all. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, race five is where we're going to kick things off. So it's a three-year-old group three over the 1,400. Yeah, I think this is a thin edition of this race. And, you know, the three-year-old's last prep weren't all that great. So, no, sorry, the two-year-old's at the back end, those lower-end ones. So the three-year-old's this year, this is quite a thin meet race. I'm all over the shop here. What am yeah, I talking about? I'm enjoying it. I'm absolutely. I was going to ask you, Edward, but I'm like, fuck, this is the first time I'm rattled. No, I like it. <laughs> I can see like your um, you got red wine lips going on too at the moment. So this oh, is God. Ex- no, this is the three year olds. The three year olds last prep were no good, but the two year olds were all right. But anyway, look, Arnakur, he chose this race over a highway in race one, but I think this race looks actually easier than the highway. He resumed four weeks ago this track and trip, and he jumped well, but he was ridden stone cold. He, he looped over the top of older horses. But from way back, the win had lots of merit. Former stacked up as well. Third's won since, and second was runner-up. So he's had four weeks off since that, but he had a neat trial between those runs. He stays at 1,400, no issue for me. He's two from two at this track. Wet tracks are query, but... He does map off the fence and running on, which is an advantage. Now, let's have a look at his form from last prep. He was huge from last in the Fernhill at just his second start. And then he was thrown in the deep end at start three, group one level in the Champagne. And it, he wouldn't have got nowhere near the winner, but the margin was unfair. He's crowded key stage. He's a class horse, and I think he's been underrated. I think he should be favorite. Coast Watch was a sickie last start, and... We were on, but the best horse still won the race. He grinded like 1,400 metres will suit, but I think he comes up a little short here, and that's the McDonald factor. I think Arnakur has been underestimated. I think he's a good bet. Yep, and you'll get $5.50 for him. I love that you said it's easier than a highway. I'm I'm convinced highways are the hardest things on earth. I, I don't reckon Winks would win a highway. <laughs> yes, you know, it's like that's such a good call because you're like, oh, what? Oh, good on you, twenty eight in a row. Try if, yeah. you couldn't win twenty eight highways in a row, yeah, mainly exactly. because they're class I, plates. <laughs> but still, imagine, you just imagine couldn't. They're that hard. Twenty eight highways in a row. <laughs> it's a class twenty eight highway. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a lap of Kembla Grange. <laughs> Show Gallop. <laughs> Too good. All right. Hey, uh, let's head to race six, which is the San Domenico Stakes Salts over the 1100. Now, this is a, this is a sort of mouth-watering return here for one of my guys, Stay Inside. So I'm going to be backing Stay Inside short enough. Um, no genius to, to find this guy. So whatever. But I want to talk about the race. So um, I think this guy's superstar, and he's going to shake – the golden slipper hoodoo finally of them coming back like like pigs but question (laughs) salts um not many races run at the 1100 meters at kembla so certainly adds another dimension to this edition of the san domenico they jump straight into a corner so how's that going to affect the race how do you sort of see it unfolding and and will that affect my boys stay inside at all and plenty of our listeners will be piling in no doubt yeah, I think if anything, it will help him. Firstly, I'm staying out of the race, but I really do hope he wins because I love when curses are broken. It's mm-hmm. it's great to see a curse broken. So I hope he wins. Like you said, not many run at 1,100. And, and what it means is there's a horse, the Queenslander Mayo Tie, I think it's pronounced. He's a demon. So the race is going to be fast run. He's jumping from eight, I think it is, and 
he's going to have to burn across bang before that first corner. And then the um, in the Congo, we're booting up underneath. So the speed's going to be on and, and that helps a horse like stay inside. And, and we know he's very professional. He'll just drop his head and relax. So if anything, mate, I think that start will help him. Excellent. So it'll mean yeah, he's look- ridden back, but I don't think that's going to be an issue. Yeah, outstanding. So you're looking at two dollars forty for stay inside, and the others in the market there, uh, salts. You're looking at uh, Paul L from the Godolphin Stable at yeah. two eighty as well. You know, well. interesting when with that, I think it's Paul Lely. That wasn't really a top dog two year old, and then won the kindergarten, and then returned with a boom of a win. And and the last horse that did that from Godolphin was named Bivouac. So, oh, oh, and then Bivouac lost second up. I touched on it last week on the show as well. So it's these th- these returning three year olds like ingratiating as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want I want to get my head in their feeder because they're absolutely explosive yeah. when they come back as three year olds. Uh, let's move along, Salts, uh, to race number eight. It's a benchmark eighty eight over the twelve hundred meters, and you've got a little bit of value for the listeners. Yeah, I'm really keen here, and, and on an each way basis, I think this is the best bet at Kemler Grange on the weekend, and that's Animate. Sets up superbly here at a good price. He paraded poorly last start, which which I like now because now he's second up. He tackled this trip and this grade. He was held up, and then he was home in the race fastest last 200 behind Big Parade, who actually actually broke the track record. Now, it was broken in the next race by King of Sparta, but he broke the track record. Animate was home hard. He almost exclusively improved second up. He's got a great record second up. More importantly... He loves getting the toe in. So he goes from a good three, basically, to, to what's going to be in the soft range. He's going to get his toe in. He's fitter. Map superbly, I reckon, for this stage of the day, just blending in off midfield, off the fence. Got a very good rider of back markers on in Jason Collette, and he's taking over. Stays at 1,200. I did note that he wanted 14. Although he's versatile, I think speed on and ridden cold where he does his best work. So staying at 1,200 with his speed on, I think it's an advantage for him. King of Sparta, he ran a huge new peak at this track last start and he broke that track record the big parade had set in the prior race. But he now has to go good to wet. And for mm. him, with that such a big spike performance like that, that that's a major negative. So on an each-way basis, I'm really keen to back Animate for a unit each way. Yep, cool. And you're looking there, the discrepancy in the market too, Salts, is you got Animate at $9.50 and you got King is of Sparta. Is he $9.50? Yeah, and you got King of Sparta, uh, $2.90. All right. Well, sorry to listeners, but I did this. Um, I did post him on the uh, on the race club today, and he was 17 bucks. Jeez. Yeah, okay. so he's been whacked. Absolutely whacked and stacked. <laughs> <laughs> did you get on? Or? Yeah. Yeah, good on you. All right. Hey, let's head to, <laughs> let's head to Queensland. Uh, where the meeting is at Doombin this week, and you've got one early in the card here, Salts. Race, actually, it's not that early, is it? Race four. I'd say it's the middle of the card. Early enough. Yeah. Race four, open handicap. Uh, what are you looking at here? Yeah, horse here, silent agenda. I do like when I see New South Welsh horses come north because they're better horses. He's in at Kembla too, but I'm hoping he comes here. Look, he went through a phase of just being a complete dickhead. It, he was I backed him a couple of times. He, he kept finding one better. It was still my head in. But now, mate, 
Now he's got the taste for champagne and caviar. So <laughs> there is no way he's going back to cask wine and sardines after getting a few wins under the belt. <laughs> All right, mate, he's up in class, but he's in with 51 kegs and a very nice map. The blinkers went on last start, and that was a big new peak. Can he hold? Probably not. It's when they're that deep into their careers and they and they spike like that, they come back. But does he need to hold it? No. Keeps the blinkers on and think he's in well at a good price. Like a horse, like perfect deal here. She's going to go back, I hear, from the stable. And look, I was against her once with a bad setup and she, she walked in at Grafton. But I, I think today's a shocker of a setup. And yeah, I like Silent Agenda for three quarts of a unit. <laughs> oh, I bet at five dollars fifty. I remember when I I text you like three starts back, Silent Agenda one, and I text you at one at Randwick at like nineteen bucks. And I was like, this thing's in my black book. How didn't I get on it? And then I checked, and it had been in my black book for about two years. <laughs> <It was Yeah. a> <laughs> <cat>. <laughs> yeah. oh, so man. you're like, nah, mate, it doesn't win. And since you've declared that it doesn't win, it's yeah, gone on a tear. Oh, so, God. <laughs> hello, Silent Agenda, mate. Race five, a class six over the mile. 1600 flat. What do you like? Value alert. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, green jacket, $21, $6 the place. So a bit of value in the middle of the card for assaults. Uh, He doesn't have the world's nicest racing pattern. It's a real get back run on type, but those odds, uh, I think we can certainly get involved on an each way basis. Had two goes at the 1,400 metres off a of freshen and finished off both um, well in both of those for second at the Gold Coast. Finds a tougher race here. There's just better horses in the race, but does drop six kilos and gets the mile that it really wants. So has been a winner here before at this track and trip, I will note. So I'm, I think that's a real value play, Green Jacket, $21 and six bucks the place. And those horses that it's up against that, at the class of the field have been up for a long time. So uh, I think Green Jacket offers a little bit off uh, second or third up off the third up, sorry, off the freshen. Lovely, mate. Mate, if it wins, will it get a gold jacket? <laughs> gold jacket, green jacket. That was one of the all time setups. And if you didn't say that, I was going to blow up and yeah. say you're better than that. So great yeah. work, mate. We're, we're pro Sandler here at two units. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm yeah, actually doing actually... a march in, yeah. in the city on the weekends, pro Sandler. <laughs> so good. People on the other side are, are on horses saying that Jack and Jill's no good. Well, you know what? I reckon it's not half bad. <laughs> I can't meet you in the middle on nah, Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill's <laughs> no good. But this, the one that people say shit, I reckon's good. Little Nicky. Nah, like, it's no where good. you getting your KFC? <laughs> it's no good. I can't Mate, he loves the Colonel. Yeah, he does. All right. Time to move into two unit salts, which is our best. <laughs> bets of the day on Saturday and we're both heading to Caulfield which means we're pretty much going to preview the entire card which we haven't done a lot of on the show I'm going to kick things off uh, for the best bets Caulfield race six the Cockrum stakes over the 1200 and I like uh, this girl Probabil at $2.40 so I like this as a kickoff point so she's resuming against her own sex over the 1200 opting not to go straight to the 1400 of the Memsey as originally planned. She had a bit of a spike in temperature, missed four to five days of work initially in this prep, hence why she's lobbed here. 
She loves the 1200 fresh. She's a winner. Winners win. It's a recipe that's worked for Jamie Richards previously. I think she's a class above every runner in this field. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm lining up at $2.40. So I'm pretty keen on this one. Yeah, I'm saying out, but that fresh win in the autumn that at this trip, wasn't it? That was a bloody yeah. beauty. Just, it just, just put them to bed. It sat outside and said, I don't care if I'm going to run 1,350 metres. I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to beat you all. <laughs> yeah. I love horses that oh, do that. Oh, that's good. You love, you, for good reason, that horse has, has won a lot yeah. of races. Would you tongue it? <laughs> that's no good how much do you mouth. like it tell me something i don't know i open mouth kissed a horse once what's that off that's austin powers she's rolling some good <laughs> all right mate no, what's so, your best no, ali g ali g i put it to you that you sat off a horse <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> all right yeah, mate all right mate Caulfield, mate, race three. This is a benchmark 90 for the mares over 1,400 metres. Churath. What she did sitting outside the leader at Flemington last start was just exceptional. She ran overall fast time, but she also ran home in good time from outside the leader. So that's a recipe that just wins you stacks and stacks of races and makes you stacks and stacks of cash. (laughs) Anything close to that means that the rest are running for second. That was the firmest track she's seen in Australia. She relished it. The only gamble we're taking here is that something something happens in the vets, really. Like she she no, she she has to regress like five lengths to lose the race. And she goes forward. So like if it loses, whatever. Like this is a bet that I would just have every single day of the week. And if you kept having it, you'd end up up. So I'm going to back Churath. At $2.10. I reckon this is the most arrogant edition of two units. Best bets <laughs> of all time. Yeah, true. <laughs> only cardiac arrhythmia is getting the boys this weekend. Yeah. I, I did say that only – I don't think I said that. I texted it to someone, but I did say Generation was going to win the Coolmore. <laughs> no, 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 you said it on the podcast. Oh, did yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh, there you go. It's probably not going to happen. But look, yeah, you got to back yourself price. in, you just, don't you? You just get a better price now, so yeah, exactly. Right. Well said. Uh, all right. Well, that rounds out the show. Uh, season two, episode four. We're just getting closer to spring. We're loving it. Um, good energy, salts. Good luck, punters, this weekend. As always, gamble responsibly, and we'll uh, look forward to chatting into your ears next week. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Two Units Podcast. Before you send us packing for another week, please ensure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or hit the follow button on Spotify so you never miss a tip. While you're at it, please feel free to leave us a five-star review. And as always, please gamble responsibly.